now listening to the Black Variant. Black Variant on RNC Radio. Tuesday, bro. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's definitely is Tuesday, man. It's Tuesday, and I've been so busy in life. It don't even feel like WrestleMania season to me. It don't. It really somebody don't. somebody told me WrestleMania is the weekend after next. I was like, stop playing. Like, Dang, fuck out of here. It was just the Rumble, bro. Bruh. Just the Rumble. That's shit crazy. Is, shit is crazy. You know, Cody Rhodes back on my TV. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know you hating every moment of it, but I'm loving it. Hey, at least it balanced out, right? I got, you know, Creed is in theaters. Scream is in theaters. Right. Goddamn. Um, John Wick's coming out. R- fuck, R.I.P. Lance Reddick, dog. Yeah, R.I.P. Lance Reddick, man. One of the, <sighs> one of the greatest. Getting that, getting that disgusting films alert sucked. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting that at all. I was like, damn, that came out of nowhere. That was random. He was young. He was only 60. Yeah, man. Plus, they saying he was, um, he was just playing Destiny the night before he passed. That's crazy. <laughs> Bruh, someone told a story about... So, like, for those of you who don't know Lance Reddick, Lance Reddick was Lieutenant Daniels or Captain Daniels, whatever, from The Wire. Um, he was Captain Commander Savala in Destiny, um, who's the Titan Vanguard, which is a character class in Destiny. Um, he was in Bones. He's in John Wick. Um, he was in uh, One Night in Miami. Um, he was consistent. Everybody has nothing but nice things to say about the man. Um there is an anecdote about the Destiny dad was playing with Lance Reddick one night, who ironically played Warlock in Destiny. <laughs> real one, real one. And he had never done one of the raids before, and Destiny 2 was about to come out, and he wanted to do it before Destiny 2 came out. So he was like, I want to finish it. And, like, you know what I'm saying? I know you niggas played the game a lot, so, like, y'all want to do it? Uh, so they, they all organized the party with Lance Reddick. And. They were, he was like, listen, bro, like, I'm not trying to just get carried through this. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not pussy. Like, don't respect my agency. I respect y'all because y'all made this shit, but, like, I can hold my own, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So they go through the raid. Go, they go through the raid. So at the end, they fucked up. And the only way to stop the fuck up is running up on the main boss. Yeah. And, of course, for anyone who has played Destiny or done a raid in any game before, which means if you run up on the main boss at the wrong time, your ass will just get sent to God. Right, you would right. get sent to the wipe. You know what I'm saying? So everybody was about to wipe, and Lancer was like, no, I got this, right? This motherfucker makes the heroic run from the other side of the map and runs up on the boss and hits them with his super and stuns that motherfucker, saves everybody, and they get the fucking raid done first try. True, A true hero, a true patriot, man. Dog. <laughs> Dog. The team on his back. The team on his jetpack, man. <laughs> the team on his jet. <laughs> Real one, man. Uh, there's a cool story about from Keanu Reeves, I think, where um, or about Keanu Reeves' girlfriend, Lance Reddick, was like, she's cool as fuck, bro. Uh, apparently, Keanu Reeves likes Lance Reddick so much, or like Lance Reddick so much that he, for his 40th birthday or 50th birthday or something like that, um, he just wanted to come to set and hang out with Lance while he did his lines or while he did his scenes. Keanu's a real one, man. I always hear positive things about him, man. So shout out to him. 
Child Keanu Reeves, dog. Um, yeah, yeah. I think well, it was a Willis or Willie Reed died today of the Knicks. Oh, yeah, Willis the- Reed, the captain, man. RIP, he's on those championship teams that happened in the 70s, but he was is, uh, he was on them teams. <laughs> this is so sad, I won't even make a joke about the half century since the Knicks won a championship. <laughs> That's how we won. Jim Crow was still around, bro. All right, all right, man. Y'all, y'all, <laughs> <laughs> That's how we won. Y'all last one during the Nixon administration. <laughs> oh, Y'all last oh, one pre Watergate, bro. <laughs> All right, just come on now. Come on. Come on. I didn't even think about it like that when you put it into that context. Now, Asana, yeah. Asana Shakur was still in the country when y'all last run, bro. All <laughs> right. Fidel was still president of Cuba. <laughs> Crack hadn't touched down the United States yet. <laughs> <laughs> I have no comeback. I have no comeback. That's crazy. Vietnam was still being fought. <laughs> oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> I think abortion was illegal still. Yo. Hey yo, we can have bank accounts when you niggas last won a championship. <laughs> Oh my god, the biggest, the biggest drug deal in the world was Frank Lucas last time. Yo, 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 motherfuckers, credit scores hadn't been invented yet. Last time y'all was shit. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. I'm leaving this all in. This, this isn't even for Patreon. This is going on. Like, the whole world's going to have to hear this. Oh, shit. This Welcome to the Black Variant. Oh, shit. If you want to hear more of that, plus more John Cena tweets from me, I am X Dags out. Joined by 1017 Van Red the God. Oh ladies God. and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm trying to wrap my mind around that. Like, that's crazy. Oh, we didn't have voting rights. <laughs> Fuck. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That shit is so funny to me. Oh fuck! Oh man! I can't even get through the intro. <laughs> hey man. So <laughs> that being said, RP Willis Reed, man. <laughs> uh, this is issue 146 of the Black Baron. Give you here to give you the latest and greatest in comic book news. Mm-hmm. Of course, first we got the bullshit as y'all been here. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> oh shit! Woo. Uh, besides I, the fact that I can feel my abs right now, the only upside of Tuesday being is this is the first Sunday I didn't have to watch some really depressing shit in like two months. And I while no it was great pay. to watch, I, I I'm good to not see that shit for a minute, man. Let me keep on real with you. Oh man, there's only so much of kids getting a slime you can take after a certain amount. Um, a week removed from pain. So a week, uh, one week removed from. Oh man! Um, shout out to everybody. Shout out to Pikachu Lita on Twitter, who said that this is the the point where she'll be signing off because she not cannot take seeing America's dad get beat the fuck up in the opening <laughs> episode of The Last of Us season two. 
in the ways Tom Dow is supposed to be coming out in 2025, right? So like you're gonna hell, you're gonna go through that. You're probably not gonna be watching until then. You're gonna see that that episode one, season two, just to open that, rip that bandaid right off. <laughs> if if y'all want to know pain, I want y'all to watch that shit. But also, I want somebody to add the the, the clip of whoop that trick playing in the background. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they have to people have to post the reactions like the red wedding, like people who've never played the game. Bro, I gotta. I want to. I want to hear everybody's real ass thoughts because I feel like it's gonna be hysteria, a lot of hysteria, right? Absolutely. But then at the end of it, right, you'll hear somebody be like, "Nigga shouldn't have been talking shit." You know what I'm saying? You know, he shouldn't have shot up the hospital. What, what, no. what do you want him to do? For real, for real. This nigga damn humanity because he wanted to have a daughter again. Come on, man. <laughs> respect, respect. To be fair, they all probably still would have died anyway, but still. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't his call to make is what we're trying to say here. Right, right. He said, I'm neither the solution, but I'm not the problem. <laughs> no, nigga, you are the problem. You killed you you killed everybody possible for solving the problem. You are definitive. It's like it he pulled he did the exact same thing the androids did the Dr. Jarreau, dog. Yeah, uh, yeah, essentially. Essentially. The same the choice. <laughs> Dr. Jarreau was the only thing that could have stopped Cell, right? And you wanna know what the fuck happened? The androids slimed, slimed him slimed the him. very first chance they got. Yeah, I mean, he was a dictator. You know what I, I mean? I mean, to be fair, he deserved it, right? Like, let's 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 keep it a G. They deserved it. But still, that, it's that the principality. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, damn. What else? Is, has anything happy happened in the last week or so? Um, I'm trying to think. Besides Zachary Levi blasting The Rock on Instagram two hours ago. Is that uh, on the is that on the rundown or, or uh it happened so late it has not made it to the rundown. Oh, right, we can talk about it now then. Okay, yeah, let's, let's talk about it. Oh oh shit. Uh so the rap came out. So Shazam came out this weekend, which I did not have the chance to go see it because I have some family matters to attend to. Javan, did you get a chance to see it? Oh Shazam? No, 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 no. Okay, no. cool. That makes two of us. So we can't speak on the movie. But what we can say is that the gross was not it was not great, apparently. Um, I think it made sixty-five million this weekend, if I'm not mistaken, which isn't bad, but it needed a lot more to break even. Is is the problem? Um, a lot of critics have been. I've seen a lot of people generally be nice to the movie, with some critics being extremely harsh. Um, the same critics who call most movies fun and joy rides, and uh, it feels like a roller coaster, some shit like that. Um, but the rap came out with a report today. Saying that Dwayne The Rock Johnson, yes, the same Dwayne The Rock Johnson who played Black Adam, confirmed The Rock vetoed a post-credit scene which would have featured the Shazam family being introduced or basically introduced into the JSA. Shazam would have been a member of the JSA before the next whatever the fuck set of movies, right? Right. Um, and apparently The Rock vetoed that shit, and it happened so late in the process because it was such a given that it would happen. Um, Daniel, the uh, the director Dan Sandberg had to, uh, or David Sandberg rather, had to make a late call to James Gunn and be like, "Yo, can we do like a Suicide Squad connecting scene? Because I don't got no other ideas to connect this shit to the rest of the DCU." You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Um, and uh, the, apparently, The Rock also vetoed Zachary Levi from showing up at the end of Shazam. I mean, at the end of Black Adam. <laughs> so, so I'm guessing the original story was Zachary Levi was supposed to show up at the end of Black Adam. And what ended up happening was The Rock was like, that's not going to work for me, brother. Uh, <laughs> made the call to get Henry added in that shit. 
and then he kind of screwed himself because without with adding Henry in, it's not connected to nothing else that's going on besides the JSA. So if the JSA just act like Black Adam never happened, and really no other proof in the universe that it did did it. Yeah, he kind of worked himself into a shoot, brother. Like I think if you thing is if he would have added Zachary to the post credit scene, Black Adams, I mean Shazam two would have basically been him and uh, Zachary. You could, and then at that point, you maybe you could have bring back Henry for that. You know what I mean? So speaking of that versus you know him and Zachary, of course we all know the the original story of that Black Adams and Shazam were supposed to be one motherfucking movie. Yeah, one movie. Yep. And Rock was like, nah. I ain't sharing my movie with that fucking jabroni. <laughs> Which fair in hindsight. hindsight fair. I, I get it. But my brother, you are literally the antithesis of the character that the, the jabroni is playing. You kind of signed up for this, my guy. Yeah, this is this is yeah, yeah. Do you like it or not, brother? It is what it is. I will say this though. I will say this. Give me a second as I chew my stroop waffle. Yeah, that sounds good right now. It, girl, I'm I am surprised. I never had one of these. Oh, this is delicious. Yeah, man. Um, I will say this though, while The Rock did kind of uniquely torpedo two franchises allegedly, right? <laughs> Which not not too allegedly because you know confirmed by the motherfucking Star of Shazam. Yeah, uh, but I do think it's a bit unfair to point it squarely to The Rock purely because someone could have overruled his ass, right? Right. It, e- either it was Hamada, either it was James Gunn. If you know, if, if the decision was being made under him, which it wasn't, either if it was fucking Zaslav, someone could have easily overruled his ass and be like, "Bro, you are wild and go go get your ass in Shazam." What the fuck are you talking about? But you know what it was? You know, they tried to override him with the whole Henry thing. You see how that went? He just went higher up on the totem pole around him. To be fair, right? That's when. A manager has to back whoever the fuck know, made the prior the prior decision. Like 100%, man. the rock's a the rock's a politician. We're, we're, shout out to our brother Davis. You know what I mean? Dwayne 100%. politician, bro. And screwed him, ended up screwing himself, man. Now look. It's funny because there's now motherfuckers in two separate industries that saying, Yeah, the rock be fu- moving funny, bro. <laughs> <laughs> almost got to believe it at this point you know it's weird that vin diesel zachary levi and triple h are in a very unique fraternity <laughs> of niggas of the rock rubbed the wrong way at one point oh and john cena yeah. are in a very unique fraternity of motherfuckers the rock rubbed the wrong way at a certain point in life are they that meme of the knights at the table putting their swords in the middle <laughs> <laughs> the rock hate circle can you imagine like this is a very extremely like, aggressive four-way handshake emoji between <laughs> John Cena, Triple H, Zachary Levi, James Gunn, uh, Vin Diesel? Come on, that's, that's a little bit weird, isn't it? That's what that group chat looks like. <laughs> like a Fast and Furious movie. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, The, the Rock yeah, definitely, you, you know... I guess it wasn't a good enough spot for The Rock, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, are you ready to hop into Dead Shots? Yeah, let's do it, brother. All right. So speaking of turmoil at DC Studios, Patty Jenkins was spotted at DC Studios for the unveiling of the Wonder Woman statue in Burbank. For those of you who don't know, in Burbank, in the Burbank Warner Bros. location, there is a giant statue of Batman. I don't know if there's one of Superman, but... There's now one of Wonder Woman as well. It's like seven foot tall, and it's great. When I, when I move to California, I'm going to be there religiously. Yeah, take, a pil- 
I'm gonna take a pilgrimage every year. That, you know what I'm saying? But back to the shows up in a bad suit. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't look like the man who showed up in the protest two years ago, I don't want it, dog. You're like you 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 like uh Paul Pug was po- Instagram post during Ramadan, bro. All right, oh man, man. All right, dog. hilarious. All right, son. hilarious. <laughs> Can't wait. Oh, uh, but uh Patty Jenkins was there was with Jim Lee, Burbank Mayor Constantine Anthony, and other members of D- WB Brass. Um. This is coincidentally like the day after the news came out about Star Wars not moving forward with the Rogue Squadron. Um, and I gotta believe Patty Jenkins, who was not on e- was not even on speaking terms with WB, yep, what, I two remember. months ago? Mm-hmm. Talking she all got, this shit. Yeah, she got invited to the statue and just stayed for the statue. Come on now. Come on now. What did Kanye say at the end of the last call? You still think I can get that deal with Rockefeller? <laughs> That's Patty Jenkins right now, man. <laughs> Green. Uh, Green. Uh, <laughs> hey, man. Say, man. Hey, listen. What the Gal- Gal- three on the way, Hey, Gal Gadot was Justin Shazam, bro. I'm just saying. Um, yep. The only person who's not ready to move forward is Patty Jenkins. I'm just... Yep. Simple as that. Um, but, man, I'm really sorry for the next news, though. Oh, man. James Gunn has officially confirmed... In his long ass, and like not not to be like disrespectful of the man's backstory, but like, bro, we knew months ago you didn't have to tie into your your father passing away, which is <laughs> we very don't give sad. A damn. But like, we we didn't need all that, bro. We you've been wanting to do a Superman movie for like a decade. We know it's all good. Uh, but James Gunn officially confirmed he will be directing Superman Legacy. How do you feel about this man? Yeah, like he kind of posted it, like you know, he pulled the Cody Rhodes, bro. You know, Tago and his heartstrings, you know, <laughs> so they don't, so they don't slander him too bad. Like I pulled you know. in his dad for no reason. Pulled in his dead dad, you know, just like Cody Rhodes, you know, <laughs> <laughs> dusty, big dusty this guy. But, yo, we get it, man. We get it. You wanted to write and direct this, like we know, man. That's all right. Yeah, man. You don't got to, you don't got to try to be, you know, cute with it. Just. Bro, you took it good. Bro, like I know being a Superman director pays well. Like you don't got you don't got a cap with it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like we get it, bro. Like Um, just make sure it's good. That's all I care about. Speaking of patriotic motherfuckers, though, um, Captain America 4 is reportedly set to film in DC. Um, I heard from a rumor that they're adopting the DC sniper situation. Um Captain. Oh my god. Is Aunt Glizzy gonna be in the movie telling all the right, story right, to the sniper? All right, oh dog. All right. Is Fat Tro gonna be in the movie, bro? <laughs> Yo, wait, hold on. Fat Tro's Patriot, please. Yo, we need it. You see this? <laughs> <laughs> Fat Tro's absorption, man. <laughs> Nigga, we are unserious today. God damn. We need that. Bro. We need that. <laughs> Yo, side me up. I can we, yo, can we, you know what I'm saying? Can we get Wale? You feel me? Can Wale is brother voodoo. Let's do it. Brother, brother voodoo. You are. Let's do if it. brother Let's voodoo do shows up in cargo pants and some SBs, dog, there's going to be a problem. Nah, he gonna show up in a Haley Hansen jacket and faux posits, man. Shout out to my uh, DC DMV nigga. Which phones? You know, we gotta, we gotta be very copper, clear. Copper phones. Copper Co- phones. The, the copper. Of course. Of course, it's only right. 
that's like the official shoe of DC, man. I thought, see, I thought it would be the Galaxy phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. That's like yeah. the pinnacle. Bro, Galaxy phones had Instagram, Tumblr, yeah. Reddit, Twitter, every motherfucking teenager from the year 2011 to 2015, the goddamn headlock, bro. That's like Excalibur for like DC niggas. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> it's like Millionaire, but for DC niggas having a Galaxy phone. <laughs> I can just imagine DC nigga just like hitting niggas with Claymore kicks all throughout. Exactly. Just, You're, just you, you get that you the mighty mo, the mighty. <laughs> <laughs> you are the mighty mo. This is that's insane. <laughs> speaking speaking of insane against all odds type triumph, right? Yeah. Nine years after the official announcement, after four directors since the start um and the beginning and the end of the flash tv show the flash has finally completed production let's get this motherfucker on tv let's ride out let's ride into the sunset brother we are finally here it's only taken an entire fucking decade how happy you think candace pat is right now man Bro, I, I I know she she comes home and just hears hears all right, you know what I'm saying. She walks through our house to see J.R. Smith b- busting down a blunt on her nice fine china, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> she don't even smoke. She gonna smoke one this week, though. <laughs> she just be like, "Pass me one, baby." He gonna be like, "What? What? The What's fuck? going? The fuck? Who? What's going? You? You celebrating? We talked about this. You ain't you ain't built for this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but what a time. Hey man, shout out to her. shout out to her, man. I didn't. I didn't. You know, I didn't even include the charges. Um, True. I didn't even include the, the what at least six charges that we got through that made us think that we weren't gonna make it here. Um, but yeah, man, Flash movies is officially coming out, dog. Um, and just in time for CinemaCon because that's next month. Oh wow! Damn. Yeah, they they cut. Fuck. Oh, and Tom Cruise gave it a glowing endorsement randomly. Um, that was. Good. How much they pay Tom Cruise for that cosign, bro? <laughs> I don't, yo, honestly, honestly, 100%, bro. Tom Cruise strikes me as a motherfucker who really just lives by his own vibes. Like, he might do it for the love. Yeah, he thinks he's seen like one bro, of the biggest if, if, if someone willingly, with, with no one pressuring them, right, willingly holds themselves off a plane while it takes off, real one. They're just built different, dog. They operate in a different wavelength, and motherfuckers should just move out the way while they walk through life. You know what I'm saying? I'm surprised that, Tom Cruise watch movies outside of his own. I'm yo, I'm surprised Tom Cruise really be living his raps. Like, cause he, he remember that goofy ass video he put, posted during the height of the pandemic, like literally June when everything was fucking locked down, about going to the movie theaters to see fucking um Tenet. Yeah, he did. Talk, he was, talk he about was, cinema was back. Yeah, he yeah, he was yeah. in that bitch clapping this shit like an MCU stand. You know what I'm saying? Like just him, just him in the theater. It was it was just him. It was like him and Steve Spielberg and his old ass can't move his hands that fast no more. Come on, man. Yeah, him and his uh, Scientology students, man. That's crazy. Man. <laughs> <laughs> he was there ducking Nicole Kidman. Exactly. Um, <laughs> he, how pissed was he when he seen that AMC uh, ad with her in it? <laughs> Every you, you know, you just be sitting there tight. You know what I'm saying? Just be sitting. Just, just you know, you know, you know when you sleep next to somebody, now you hear their teeth grinding. I know that's all Tom Cruise sounded like, bro. Just hey, you know no team report. I heard that's why he didn't show up at the Oscars this year. That's hilarious. <laughs> How you ducking your baby? How, listen, this is proof that white people are messy too. The most famous actor in the world didn't go to the Oscars because he's ducking his baby mama. Real one. 
Salute. Come on, man. Come on, man. Who said white people not messy? Exactly. A little white drama on your uh, Thursday. A, a little, a little, you know, Maury S drama uh-huh. to get y'all through y'all week. You know what I'm saying? Oh, um, and last and certainly not least for Dead Shots this week. Then remember last week how we talked about a Star Wars movie, or at least last week of the week before that, a Star Wars movie that had Damian Lindelof, you know what I'm saying, from Watchmen and, and Lost um, to set, set to right. And uh, I think uh, Charmaine and Chinoy was set to delay, or Obey Chinoy was set to direct. Yeah, yeah, we were so excited. Yeah, man, we were. <laughs> Just one week after that, Clip. Damian Lindelof and Justin Britt Gibson, who was his writing partner, or is his writing partner, have exited that movie. <sighs> Though Obey Chinoy is still set, slated to direct. Um, Van, how do you feel about this? Why the shit we like get put into the sun? Why is it that we want to see they get put into the sun. And yes, this is the shit that uh Dave Filoni was may or may not been have involved in. You know what I'm saying? Damn you, Rock Nation. <laughs> Damn you, Kathleen Kennedy. Hey man, listen, I I think a lot of the talk around Kathleen Kennedy is a little bit misogynist because like she's obviously a woman a woman in a place of power, which we'll talk about Vittorio Alonso later, because uh who killed yeah. all that shit. Um, which Kevin Feige you not slick, but we'll talk about that later. Point is, Kathleen Kennedy and her time as the head of Lucasfilm. Right? Let's just let's just be, be clear and lay it all out. She's had one overwhelming success: The Mandalorian. Right. Right. And while the Star Wars sequel trilogy was commercially successful, it left such a bad taste in everyone's mouth. They basically wiped the slate after that. Mm-hmm. Right. And the movies they have tried to get through, each and every one of them, one by one, has fallen to the wayside, except Taika fucking White Titty. How does he keep making it through? He's like the like you know like wrestlers who like make it through that WrestleMania cut period every year. It's like how do you keep getting? Oh, I'm about to say yeah, Mustafa Ali. I'm gonna keep it on the serious, definitely. No, for real, Mustafa Ali, Chad Gable. Um, just certain ones that slipped through the cracks every year. Baron Corbin, I don't know how he not Otis. Oh, oh, relax on Otis. All right, man. (laughs) And respect his agency, Otis. Otis, my fault, fault, OG. (laughs) (laughs) But Kathleen Kennedy, largely, like, I'm taking a step back and overview of the situation. She has largely been unsuccessful. She has struggled with getting projects off the ground. She has had one project. Get through it, and that's purely because she personally does not oversee it. John Favreau and Dave Filoni does. Was she right? around for um Rogue One? Uh, yes, she was around for Rogue One, so that's another success, yeah, right? That one. So Rogue One, Mandalorian, the commercial success of the sequel trilogy, but the sequel trilogies are so notorious for a being bad and b for the entire cast except Daisy Ridley and uh, what's my man's name, Adam Driver. Adam Driver, yeah. Having an awful fucking time, like a traumatizing time. Yeah. So bad, John Boyega went to fucking GQ and was like, "Bro, you can't fucking play this, bro." Yeah. Stop shit's, playing with me. Yeah, shit's pretty rough. So basically, if you if you look at all of it, she has roughly had a, a rough go of it, and it might be time for change at Lucasfilm, especially at a time where Bob Iger does not seem shy about firing motherfuckers. Oh yeah, I don't be real. I don't think Bob Iger wants to be there, but he kind of has to. Like, he, he has that's to a, the shit. Because <laughs> let's be very clear, right? Everything Bob Chapek did, 
Bob Iger like had given him broad guidance to do beforehand. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? The 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 Disney Bob Chapek walked into the one who took over from Bob Bob Iger was laid by Bob Iger because he was the fucking CEO at the time. You right. know what I'm saying? Um, so Bob Iger, this, you know, the chickens have come to roost, as yeah. as they say. Um, but listen, this is one thing I would not be shy about. If it's time for change, at uh, uh, Lucasfilm is time for change. Give that shit to Dave Filoni and John Favreau. Pull the same shit Zaslav is doing with fucking Gunn and Saffron. Do the same shit with John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Yeah, because obviously they have they care enough, they have the knowledge, and they also have the skill, you know, and they're just well liked generally. So yes, they have they have the trust of the audience, which is their biggest fuck up is the book of Boba Fett. Yeah, that's not a bad fuck up. Yeah, and the only thing my only thing with Book of Boba Fett, it was just boring. That's my only. It was was just boring until Mando showed up. (laughs) Yeah, it was just boring. That's my only great with it, honestly. Because Boba Fett's a weed carrier, but that's besides the point. Mm-hmm. All right, just give the shit to them. Do the exact same thing WPT is doing. Why are we? Why are we making this complicated, dog? There is no one in that whole organization that has a clear way forward except them two motherfuckers. Right, right. I don't know why we keep running away from the, uh, this fact. You know, it's it's it's, it's silly. It's honestly silly. Yeah, um, but we ended up talking about. Shazam Fury of the Gods a little bit early. So we're going to get into this week in comics. Van, what you been tapping into lately? Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to my brother X. JLA Avengers, nigga. Yeah. Hey. So. Oh, man. Shout out to X, man. My brother. For those of you who don't know, by the time y'all hear this, Van's birthday will have passed. Van's birthday is coincidentally the same day as my anniversary with Beloved. Um, so, I, so I, so I always remember it. Um, so I, I forgot Van's birthday last. I didn't get him some of his birthday last. So I sent you a text, like a, a card or something like that. But yeah, uh, but I, I wasn't able to get him some last year because shit was a little bit tight. I was unemployed at the time. Um, oh, good. So this year I had to make it up for it, and I made myself a promise when I bought JLA Avengers, and I talked about it on here, and I heard the disappointment in your voice. I was like, I'm gonna buy this nigga it the first chance I get some extra money. And some extra money came in. Shout out to the taxes. So had to make the call. Hey, balling ass nigga, man. I respect it. Shout out to ass. Yes, sir, and remember, and remember kids, it. remember the eBay tips. Argued during the end of the month. They are always willing to come down. The nigga <laughs> wanted one. The nigga wanted one. Wasn't this all black print? Didn't they talk about <laughs> Yes. at the end of the month? Bro, let me tell you. The nigga wanted 150 I gave him $100. Hey man, that's how you negotiate, brother. He's lucky he got it. triple digits. I almost in his ass seventy five. He had the shit up for six months. I was trying to be nice. Exactly. I tried to hold. I'm trying to do you a favor. <laughs> nah, man. Shout out to X, man. I really appreciate it, bro. Of course. That's what brothers do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But so JLA Avengers. Um, that's really it for me. I just been in, just look staring at that motherfucker. Got it wrapped back in the plastic and everything. Bro, I yo, I don't. That shit is so sacred to me. I put on gloves to read that shit, bro. Yo, me too, bro. I got on the. Uh, <laughs> I got on that. I, nigga, I had to put on a, uh, a shower cap because I, you know, I got a little fro now. Uh, I didn't want to get my hair product in it. You know what I'm saying? You ain't want to get your moisturizer in that nah, bitch. Yeah, I want to get my Jerry Curl juice on it. You know, not the soul glow. No, for real though, for real though. But uh, yeah, man. Yo, hold up. So. I don't know how the fuck to segue into this, but I I, I I see you keep seeing you tweeting about a time you had this weekend. What happened to SLS? 
Story short, security guard. <laughs> security guard tried to uh, charge me and my people uh, two fifty plus to get in a, a free event. You know, um, I wasn't going fifty plus. Yeah, yeah. At first, it was two fifty for the four of us, and then because they held us outside, more of us came and said, "Oh, it's gonna be more now." But I seen them, you know, letting in multiple people, you know, different uh, groups. Uh, I think the fun. I think what drew the line for me is all just aside. I seen some it's a group of niggas come in dressed like uh, uh, what how do you call this? Uh, like um, Native Americans, <laughs> just like the Iroquois niggas. And I said enough. <laughs> no way these niggas is getting it before me. You mean uh, to tell me niggas showed up looking like the Fighting Illini and they let them in? Niggas came in looking like YMCA. Oh um, my! God. <laughs> so they, they came in. It was just like the Warriors, bro. Remember that movie? <laughs> I said, there's no way these niggas is getting in before my people. Uh, so, you know, Skinny tried to get crazy. Um, I said a few things back, you know, it got kind of hostile. But in the day, I walked away. But um, security guard, uh, Q from SNS Bar, security guard, I have your name. And um, it's going to be a long summer for you. That's all I got to say. <laughs> it's going to be. I got, I got some brothers whose uh, favorite color is blue. Who's on the case? So, <laughs> oh my god, yeah. So it was, that's pretty much it. It was it was a rough time though. <laughs> hey man, listen, listen. It, this is something like that's universal. When you know a security guard is full of shit, you gotta bang on them. You gotta bang on you, like bro. You're a doorman, doorman, doorman. <laughs> like if not the, <laughs> like come on, bro. Like, Cause you already you already lost your you already lost your footing with me, bro. And I know you can't whoop my ass. So man, of course bro. you are gonna catch whatever the fuck I got to say. Shout out to Farron who got me out of a situation at Catbird, by the way. Um, <laughs> oh, what 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 did you get into, brother? I almost beat up a security guard for lying to me about not letting me in. Um, <sighs> oh, it was security guards. Man. He was, it was like I'm not gonna. I literally watched. I'm not gonna talk about it. Fuck that. We gonna move on. <laughs> no respect. respect. <laughs> I'm not talking about that shit. Fuck that. Uh, Marvel TV news, nigga. Yeah. Uh, so we finally got some some good old set picks from Daredevil: Born Again. Uh, we finally saw. I don't know why the fuck I put Charlie Day on the agenda, but Charlie oh, Cox. Like, Who's he playing? <laughs> Charlie, yo, Charlie Day is Daredevil. Insane. That would be hard. Always sunny in, in, in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, we need that, bro. The, the gang gets spiritual. Oh, um, Charlie Cox and Nikki M. James spotted in Daredevil Born Again set pictures. Everybody, how are we feeling about this? I'm happy this is back. Um, I'm probably going to run into them on set because they, I, I heard they're filming all over the city. So it's only a matter of time. And they're filming mm-hmm. for like a year, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing. So, like, I'm fucking, yo, that's insane. <laughs> filming for bad long. I know that much. But, uh, Frankie got these niggas in 360 deals, dog. So I'm going to try to sneak in as an extra. I don't know. One of these, man. If, bro, if, if I see you during the climactic scene of Daredevil boring again, like one of the crowd, like, whoop his ass, Daredevil. I swear to God, man. <laughs> no, nigga, how you go feel me? Like, <laughs> see me as a hand ninja, nigga. We're going. <laughs> If you pull up with the crossbow, they will probably let you on set, bro. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Imagine me pulling up as Nobu, nigga. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's me. It's me, Nobu, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to them. Um, you hear Daylight Song in the background as you walk in? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck this is this coming from? This is in the script. <laughs> Oh, man, I can't wait. Shout out to them, man. 
next we got Century. Um, of course, a couple weeks ago that you know we kind of dropped the scoop on that. That um, Century is going to be played by Steve Yoon or Stephen Yoon, who mm-hmm. was Glenn of the Walking Dead and was also in Nope this past summer. Um, was he also in Parasite? Was he in Parasite? No, no, he wasn't in Parasite. Okay, cool. I was trying to because there was I remember he was oh it was Minari or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Minari. Um, but Steve Yoon is going to be playing Century, who is a superpower, who was a solar superpower crackhead. He's a faux Superman in the uh in Marvel Universe. Um apparently he's going to get a Disney Plus special presentation that's reportedly in development at Marvel Studios and is set to film alongside Thunderbolts and release in 2024. Um then how do you feel about this? Um hmm I think it's I think it's kind of smart of them to introduce Sentry before the actual movie in some way. Mm-hmm. Or at least after giving the fans more backstory on him. Um I think think it's kind of hard to do Century because this is like you're gonna you have to who's gonna stop him, bro? Like you know, like, yeah, <laughs> realistic, you know. Like the power scaling of the MCU is a little bit weird because like it's um what maybe the it's it's Thor who's who's basically Odin at the moment, right? Like he's not yeah. he's not the king of Asgard, but Valkyrie ain't get all them fucking family powers and shit, right. um. So it's like Thanos when he was alive, Thor, and like somewhere around Thor are the Eternals, depending on which one you pick. Some of them can fight, some of them are pussy. Um, and then below Thor is the Hulks. <laughs> yeah, pretty much essentially. Is the Hulks, and then after the Hulks, it's um, Spider Man. Ah, man. This team's gonna get washed by Kang. There's no way these niggas should beat Kang at this point. Like, there's, there's, oh, and maybe Shang Chi, Captain um, Marvel, maybe. Cap, yeah, Captain that, yeah, Captain Marvel's up there with Thor, probably. Shang Chi is somewhere Black Panther level. I put Black Panther above. I mean, is Shuri I, Black Panther? Nah, yeah, they might be equal. Yeah, Shuri. Uh, yeah, let's say let's say Shang Chi and Black Panther on the same power level, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Wanda is somewhere. Up there around Thor and or greater. Um, she is she's not as strong as Thor, of course, but you know, if you can warp reality and keep you know a whole town under slavery for several weeks, yeah, you gotta be pretty fucking strong. Um, so there's not really many people gonna stop Sentry, and like it seems like motherfuckers will have to team up, and unless they're going full war war hulk with it, and somehow we get either Tatiana Maslani's. She Hulk versus Century, or the Hulk versus Century, or a tag team, or some shit like that. That would be kind of hard, but like that's only if their CGI approves in the very near future, bro. Because <laughs> that could easily look like some PS2 graphics type shit if they yeah. don't mess got get this right. Right, right. And uh, my thing, another thing I'm worried about is they're making Century too likable. Because you know, I always kind of felt like Century's kind of like a dickhead. You know, Century's not a character; he's a fucking plot item. Yeah, he's a plot device. Like, yeah. think think of all his greatest appearances, right? Um, World War Hulk. They literally keep him in a house, yeah. like, in the, and and then Reed Richards and Tony Stark showed up one day and was like, "Hey, bro, we got something we, we need you to handle." And they had to talk to this motherfucker for like three hours straight. And then he got up. Then he stood in the doorway for two days. Yeah, and then the president flew from a helicopter. Whoever the president was in Canada, the Marvel Universe at the time, this is 2007, so I'm guessing this is the last days of Bush, 
right? George W. Bush flew to Century's house on Marine One. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And said, listen, motherfucker, get that mental health shit out your head and go fight. And then Century <laughs> flew, fought the Hulk in New York, fought so, they, the fight was so hot, they melted everything around Madison Square Garden, Yep. right? And the Century still got that ass whooped. <laughs> they melted the two Knicks banners. <laughs> All of the Century's greatest moments are being a fucking loser. Yeah, essentially. And didn't he didn't he have a moment in the uh, King and Black shit where he fucked up or something like that? It was either King and Black or fucking Siege. Yeah, it was where, something recent. Yeah. yeah, fucking uh he went full he goes full evil in the middle of a fucking siege, bro. And then yeah. Thor has to wipe his nose, and then Thor dies in the process, and then Thor gets revived in the same goddamn summer. Yeah, he did. <sighs> Let me not start on that shit again. I don't know. Uh, the thing is, I don't know a century, man. Like, I feel like he might be too powerful character to bring into a movie universe like this. Especially I, during this time. Yeah, there's no way you can just you can't really slime him. That's the problem. Um, yeah. but also Sentry doesn't really die. He doesn't really die, but then it's like it's kind of reminding me of like like how they're gonna do Icarus. It's probably gonna be the same thing when they fought Icarus, bro. You can't beat this guy, you just only wait him out. I I don't I don't, I don't get the point. I, not to say I don't get the point of Sentry, but like, I don't see the appeal. He's not a character who moves me. No, no, no. no. Like he's just—he's really just good for fighting. He's good for fighting. He's uh, intimidating, I guess you know. But it's like, meh. Uh, I think Stephen Yeun's gonna bring give him the charisma he might need though. If anybody, I, maybe, man, maybe I'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to let, to let this one play out, but like, um. I really, I do not see any way possible unless Harrison Ford's Red Hulk is in Thunderbolts, right? Um, I don't see any way possible that that team of like seven super soldiers is going to stand a chance against a motherfucker who could chuck skyscrapers. <laughs> exactly. I think I think this movie would have been better suited with a different enemy. You know, you have so. Many I think this from. movie might have been better suited at an earlier time during the true. universe. True. True. Before, like, um, maybe like after uh, Avengers two, I think it would have been perfect. After Avengers two would have been a great time. I think, honestly yeah. and truly, yeah, that's a sweet spot right there. You know, honestly, while Hydra was still a thing, mm-hmm. that would have been a great time to do this. Yeah, definitely. But like, or like, just a different villain, man. Like, why can't why you can't just roll with Zemo as the villain? Like, I don't get it. I, I mean, Sentry always has a handler. Whether it's Iron Man, whether it's Mr. Sure. Fantastic, whether it's Norman Osborn, whether it's T'Challa, um, he always has a handler. So Zemo could very well be whispering sweet Nazi nothings into this motherfucker's ear. You know what I'm saying? Like he did Bucky. Yep. Yeah, well, he could just be like, yo, yo, Aryan master race, nigga, you literally shine, bro. <laughs> right, 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 right. Like, bro, these motherfuckers got nothing under you. Yo, come on, expose these darkies, dog. Like, <laughs> just P. Diddy, racist P. Diddy. <laughs> Yeah, take that, take that. <laughs> I can make a take that. <laughs> Chop one head off, another one appears. Harlem shakes. You feel me? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you gonna walk the Brooklyn playboy? <laughs> no, no. Fly to the Alpha Quadrant and bring me back some some um, Cameroons, nigga. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Fly to the, fly the tight and bring me back one of them broken uh, Infinity Stones stand on left. <laughs> My friend, find a titan, give me Thanos' mama, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bring her body to me. 
That's crazy. This I'm gonna display her in the yard. You feel me? Uh, now I'm a, well, I don't know. I don't know why, but now I'm imagining niggas in, in fur with with century around bearing. It means he won't be wearing fur anyway. Never mind. Oh, um, <laughs> century in the I need a girl part two video on the bike. <laughs> All right, man. All right, dog. The streets need. Oh, we got a lot of Star Wars news today. Um, yeah. So in addition to the Damian Lindelof shit, right? Um, Star Wars Jedi Survivor released a full gameplay trailer today. And man, this shit looks good. Right, right. Gameplay, I had no worries about, right? What I'm really excited about is all the cosmetic upgrades they made in this motherfucker. Different <laughs> outfits, bro. That's all I've ever wanted, bro. Tied <laughs> the ponchos, nigga. Can we, can we... Can we at least get like an authentic Jedi costume, you know, or something like that, or something that resembles that, like, uh, like that long ass robe fucking Obi Wan was wearing and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. or like different fits from the movies that other characters have worn. Like, give me the Luke Skywalker all black leather fit, dog. You know what I'm saying? That's real fashion. See, that would that would have been hard. Like the Inquisitor fit was cool. Like it was a nice nod or whatever to um something happening early in the game, but like. Give us more options. Give us Anakin's fit. Give us um, give us Maul's fit. Give us Sidious's robes or something like that. Dooku's give me, fit. yo, Dooku's fit. He's the only nigga who walks around with a cape, bro. Come on, hard man. Like I, I appreciate them putting different hairstyles in the game too. That looks cool. I appreciate that a lot. I would yeah, honestly more excited about that. Yo, Loki, give that nigga a suit of Mandalorian armor, bro. Like that would be hard. That, that would wouldn't that be hard? Yeah, man. Let let Cal go to Mandalore. This shit happens roughly at the same time as Obi Wan, bro. Mandalore definitely has to be a planet in the in the game. That absolutely should be a planet. If we can get the fucking Night Sisters in the first game, why can't we get the Mandalorians? They might still be alive. Yep. They planet might still be intact. It's a heavy (laughs) might. Yeah, I was about to say, might be. It's a heavy might. I don't know how how late the fall of Mandalore is after uh, the rise of the Empire. But come on, man. Actually, yeah, let me man. Google it real quick. It might it might still be around. How much time between the rise of the Empire and the fall of Mandalore? <laughs> Look at do our Google's over here. That's how we learn. <laughs> I got a core thread. Hold up. We're going to find it. Yeah, we're going to find this. I, I'm really curious to find out. Where is the damn... And, nigga, upvotes. What the fuck? <laughs> what you using, Bing, nigga? I'm on fucking Quora and shit, and these motherfuckers <laughs> are not giving the what it's supposed to give. <laughs> That's Quora. Quora's very hit or miss. It can either be really helpful or horribly distracting. Oh, horrible, yeah. I in threads about shit you don't even care about. All right, niggas are giving me roughly ten to fifteen years or five to ten years. I'm okay. I'm on I'm, I'm gonna split. I'm gonna split it. We just gonna say five years. That's fair. Um. Okay. Cool. But back to Jedi Survivor. So it seems like Night Sister. I forgot the actual name of the Night Sister who's in the crew now. Um. But she seems to be heavily involved in the combat, and there seems to be a lot of tag team moves involved, looking like Arkham Knight and shit. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, just like Arkham Knight, the take, double takedown shit. And, and not only, like, is she good with the shit, she is using the force confidently. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. right. 
Hopefully so they don't make you backtrack on your force powers. You kind of come in with like your basic ones you need, you know. Uh, the, we should we should come like for the way they it's been five. So the the time skip is five years from Fallen Order to uh, Jedi Survivor, right? Um, with that being said, if it's been five years and Cal Kestis has been fighting for five basically five years straight, he should be significantly more powerful. By the time we meet him, you know what I'm right. saying. Exactly. Um, so I got I gotta assume he's we gotta have at least everything we had at the beginning of the game. We might we'll probably go through a small tutorial and shit. Like we'll keep on up and see real with you. There's gonna be a, probably a sequence at the end where we gotta go through shit again. But after that point, we should be getting everything, everything new. You know what I'm saying? We should be in purely new territory because they've talked about that before in the in the dev cycle saying. Uh, the first game was about Cal remembering who he was, and mm-hmm. the second game is about Cal becoming who he is, or some shit like that, or but continuing Cal's story. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Do you think we get another one v one with Vader? Another, Ooh. like running back, nigga. Like I'm ready to sign. Yes, yes. I think it's going to happen, but um, I don't think Cal wants that smoke, bro. I'm gonna keep it a hundred thousand percent real. Like, with gee, you, that's bro. Vader. Vader is Rock Lesnar of the universe, bro. You don't want to go one v one with this guy, bro. bro. Like, motherfuckers gotta understand how terrifying Darth Vader is to people, bro. Yeah. To regular motherfuckers, he looks like that scene in Obi Wan Kenobi where he just walked through the village and just dragged motherfuckers and, and crushed necks and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but not only is Vader terrifying to regular motherfuckers. In Obi-Wan Kenobi, you also see one of the greatest Jedi Masters to ever exist, Obi-Wan Kenobi, trembling in fear of the motherfucker he raised walking through the village. And you like, know what let's, I'm saying? Let's, let's just break down Vader on a simple level. He's a space magician, samurai, in a fucking magical black suit leading an army. Not only a space magician, he is space Jesus. <laughs> Essentially, bro. He does... He, like he is literally immaculate conception, motherfucker. Like, yeah. yeah, he's not to be fucked with. It's 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 insane. Um, but it's oh man, yeah, it's something. It's it's something. So we gonna we gonna see. I don't think if Cal fights Vader, bro, he's going to die. <laughs> Maybe it's, that's how it ends. It's very simple because there's not a lot of people on the on, in the universe who can beat Darth Vader. Darth Vader is not somebody you get lucky on. You might escape Darth Vader, but you won't beat him. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mind you, the only motherfuckers we we have known to beat Vader is Luke Skywalker, Jesus's son, mm-hmm. the motherfucker who raised him, right? Mm-hmm. And Darth Sidious, Joseph. Yo, <laughs> Space Joseph. Obi Wan is Space Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> The big Obi. Yeah. <laughs> this is insane, bro. Oh, and Darth Sidious, the the most powerful fucking Sith Lord in the galaxy. Right. Also, the only other Sith Lord in the galaxy. Right. The one that the one that knighted him. Exactly. So, like, man, you you don't really beat Darth Vader. Now, can can Cal put up a good fight? Maybe can he get some licks in? I'm not saying point, yeah. I'm not saying he gonna he gonna like do the whole full uh one eye thing we see in Rebels and Obi-Wan, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um but he might get like he might he might tear a cape, he might okay. send a couple he might send a couple threads, you know what I'm saying? Right, I'm right. Keep, but honestly, honestly and truly, if we get a game which 
I would say this this if it's five years in the future, that means this games happens somewhere around the time Rebels begins, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that might be where Cal is doing missions and shit because you saw him doing missions and shit in the trailer. Um, but this is this is vaguely the Darth Vader who sends um, Ezra Bridger, Kanan Jarrus, and fucking Ahsoka to God all at the same time. Yeah. I don't think Cal should beat him. I barely think Cal should get offense in. Yeah, it might be like when um you remember when Daniel Bryan wrestled Brock Lesnar? And yeah, and he starts stomping that motherfucker's head. Everyone's like, he could do it, he could do it, he could do it. And then Brock Lesnar dropped that motherfucker on his neck one good time, hit him with F5, and we all went home. (laughs) Remember, Brian was trying all these kind of animal stances around Brock, all kind of weird. Yo, he was, I'm gonna keep it honest here, he was kicking this shit out of Brock Lesnar. He was using all his strength that he got from Tacoma, Washington. You know what I'm saying? And Brock Lesnar hit that motherfucker three times, three, three more times, the match was over. Yeah, we went home, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how it's gonna go, man. Um, oh man, Cali, swim good, bro. Yeah, swim good, careful, dog. Man. Um, you ready to get into the Mandalorian? Yo, let's do it. So um, a, this is a slower episode this week. Definitely a slower yeah. episode. Definitely an exposition episode this week. Right. A cool down episode, if you will. Right. Um, right. because we we went we got to a good climax of. Encountering the literal fucking mythosaur last week. So um this episode basically opens with Bo-Katan sitting there thinking about her religious experience she just went through. <laughs> Back to Mecca. <laughs> so she's sitting there waiting for Mando to wake up. Mando wakes up and was like, What happened? And Bo-Katan was like, You you got you got drowned again. I saved you. It's all good. Can we go home now? Uh, Grogu was like, yeah, bro, let's go home. I don't, don't want to be here no more. Right. So they leave in the planet. They go back to um, Kalavala, I think is the name of Bo-Katan's planet. Um, and they and they pull up to the, 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 the site of Imperial Bombers um, hovering over Bo-Katan's uh, house <laughs> and just big explosions and shit in the background. Nice. They fly over, of course, and see her, her house got sent to the fucking Lord. Uh, Bo-Katan wants to take on this whole fleet of Imperial Interceptors, which is like the next level up from just regular-ass TIE Fighters, and right. that, that means they actually have to try to slime the motherfuckers. Um, and Mando's like, yo, even with this special-ass starship I got, we are not going to beat them. Retreat, motherfucker. Retreat to the other Mandalorians. So Mando and Bo-Katan set out to go find the, 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 the convert of Mandalorians we met in the first episode of the season, or we, re- we re-met the first episode of the season. We then go to, I didn't, I, I'm going to keep it real with you. I didn't know the motherfucker had a name until he, I heard the speech he gave in the episode. But Dr. Penn Pershing, and you will definitely be forgiven for not remembering that name. He was the doctor in season one who was experimenting on Grogu, yep. uh, who looks oddly oddly like Charlie Cox. Like, if, <laughs> you, if, you, if you give him the Daredevil helmet, they chins look the exact same. That could um, be his uncle. Bro. Yeah. Uh, but you know the, his Ben Pershing's arc opens this week with giving basically uh, a Nazi after World War II in America speech, saying my science was bastardized for horrible means and methods, and I just want to contribute to society. And Yo, then Doctor, wasn't that the most scathing speech ever? 
I'm like, bro, I don't know. I'm getting, I'm getting heavy Dante, Dante times in these niggas. I was like, bro, this. I, while he was giving this speech, I'm like, this motherfucker is going to try to commit a war crime by the end of the episode, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So, speaking of which, and mind you, the motherfucker's specialty is cloning. Come on, man. No, this is headed, brother. Come on, man. This is headed. So, um, we we get on. You know, Doctor Pin Person gets out of the speech, goes meets with some some other former imp- imps, as they call them. Um, and one of them is the what oddly buff and plays the same character in every like racially ambiguous muscular military woman yep. in everything. I think her uh, her name is Katie O'Brien. She's mad cool. Uh, but she is clearly different than everybody else, right? Because even in the scene where they're all talking about their formal experience with the Empire and all the fucked up shit they were a part of, right? They ma- they go out of the way to mention that uh, the character Katie was playing is was part of what's uh, John Carlos Esposito's character's name in this? Uh, Moff Gideon. Thank you. It was part of Moff Gideon's battalion. Right, yep. who were notorious even in the empire for being some really nasty, spiteful, evil motherfuckers. AKA right? hey, these niggas is wild. <laughs> Basically, if the empire was the police, Moff Gideon's battalion was the jump out boys. Yeah, basically. exactly. The DTs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, so dog, they. They all looked at her like, nigga, you were in Moff Gideon's crew? Nah, bro. Hold up, nigga. Nah, man. We, we can't be doing this, right? right? So, of course, it goes on. Penn Pershing is living his best scientist life in his in space cubicle. Um, and obviously, he gets sick of doing small-time science shit, right? Um, so, you know, redeemed Nazi, Penn Pershing decides, hey, man, I'm going to get back in the game, right? And immediately starts talking to the former war criminal. Right, the, the the character Katie plays. Um, long story short, they end up getting into like some secret um government surplus of shit that they were just gonna take, and he was just gonna do his experiments on in secret. And of course, they get caught because it is clear throughout the episode that the uh, the character Katie is playing is leading him into this. At no point she's like, "Yo, you know, maybe you just find some find your place in society or something like that." Right? Nah. After the first sign of resistance, she goes, hey, bro, I mysteriously have this place where you can get all the science shit you need for your very, very specific sets of science of cloning, incubation tubes, and and, and, and staging areas and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, he gets caught, and and the the buff military woman takes whatever pin person gathered. And and hands it off to somebody. And while they're in this, right, Penn is like, dog, no, nah, you don't understand. She let me to that shit. And they were like, bro, like, we know we helped her do it, bro. Like, what the is, fuck? Is um, trying to snitch on, the, snitch on her, bro? We helped her. So the implication of this is that she is still working for Moff Gideon. And there is rumors in the beginning of the episode that Moff Gideon did not make it to the New Republic prison or wherever the fuck he was supposed to go to, the War Tribunal or some shit. Um, So it it seems that Moff Gideon just needed what he needed to continue the cloning experiments without Penn Pershing. Um, And Penn Pershing got tortured. Guantanamo bathed. um, Never to be seen again, probably. He probably got lobotomized, to be completely honest. Yeah, absolutely, bro. 
Um, I didn't get him at it. You knew too <laughs> Then, so after that, we pan, we go back to Bo-Katan and Mando, Mando coming back to the convert of Mandalorians. Um, they walk up on the beach, and of course, all the Mandalorians come out and they mamas. Paz Vizsla is, is standing there being a hater, just hating on shit. Mando walk up and be like, I have bathed in the waters of Mandalore. I come with proof. And Paz was just like, get the fuck out of here. You ain't bathed in no goddamn water. Mind you, for those of you keeping track of who is who, Paz Vizsla is the same one who in like the second episode of The Mandalorian, the third episode, was the one who basically called Mando a coon for getting Beskar, right? Mm-hmm. He's the same motherfucker who challenged him for the throne in the Book of Boba, or for the Darksaber in Book of Boba Fett. He has been a hater since day one. Paz Vizsla is to Mando what John Morant's father is to him. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. His greatest hater, yep. his greatest hater in a bad influence. Um... So Paz Vizsla was like, you ain't bathing no motherfucking waters, motherfucker. And Bo-Katan was like, motherfucker, I seen it. I was there. I bathed in the waters too. Let's go talk to the armorer about this, right? So they uh-huh. let them throw. They talk to the armorer. They bring proof. Um, the armorer pours the Mandalorian water. It does some sparkly shit that confirms that Mando is not Captain. So, of course, we get this big redeeming moment of Din Djarin, you are redeemed. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. We get this triumphant, nice... Set, nice music. Everybody's patting his neck on the back and shit. Yeah, um, back, nigga. Yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then the armorer goes, Bo-Katan Kreez, by Creed, you too are redeemed. Yeah. And Bo-Katan was like, hold up, hold up, hold up. I don't even like you motherfuckers. What, what, what you mean I'm redeemed? And the armorer, who is very clear, does not like Bo-Katan, right? I don't, we don't know who the armorer is yet, but I have a strong inclination. Bo-Katan probably whooped the armorer's ass about 20 years prior yeah. to this, right? Uh, but the armorer straight says, have you taken off your helmet since you fucking bathed in the waters? No? Okay, then. Until you take off, you decide to take off your helmet again, you are one of us. You're welcome to stay. If you want to go, go ahead, but you're welcome to stay. And yeah, Bo-Katan yeah. also has this odd redeeming moment. Of everybody just being like, yo, welcome back. You know what I'm saying? Like, welcome back to the club, right? It's a nice moment. You see everybody, you know what I'm saying, hugging. This is the most joy we've ever seen a Mandalorian feel. Right? He was was hype. And everybody's having a good time. Even the armorers, you know what I'm saying, giving dap, you feel me, showing love. And then you see big-ass Paz Vizsla in the corner, standing still, just hating. Just, just, Just hating. They don't even know this beat in the corner. <laughs> <of me. laughs> so like, it has to be edited out there of that meme. It has to be, bro. I so it is very clear what's about to happen, and and well, roughly clear what's about to happen in in the upcoming episodes of the Mandalorian because we are very clearly getting a war of the Mandalorians. Yep. Um, they have not been shy about saying that at all, right? And it is very clearly going to be started by Hayden as Paz Vizsla because. Mandalore has had wars started by the Vistlas versus the Kreezes for 30 fucking years. And it always starts with the fucking Vistlas being haters. He's going to throw a he's gonna throw a fucking Darksaber in the middle of a crowd like Riley. <laughs> <laughs> Amando moment. A man, Amando moment. He'll be like, didn't I do that? Yeah, exactly. uh, man, I... This this I will say this the season's moving a little bit slower than previously, 
Right. With that being said, we are very clearly at the turnout point. When motherfuckers start having to give you a lot of exposition, that means there's there that means explaining is needed before the shit that's about to happen. Right. Someone's about to get blown the fuck up. Yeah, and all that action we seen in the trailer had to happen yet, and we only got a few more episodes left, so uh, shit's about to hit the fan. Niggas. Yeah, the most action we've gotten is a couple space battles so far. Right. You know what I'm saying? And Mando killing some mutants, which you know, depending on what side of the argument you talk to, is not a bad thing. Ah, uh, the game. <laughs> Shout out Senator Kelly. Um, but. I'm tapped in, bro. Um, I have seen the reports that Mando has suffered the third season drop-off that apparently all streaming shows just get, um, no matter how good they are. Because we saw with I'm not calling this season the best season of Mando so far, right? But Daredevil season three was far was clearly the best season of Daredevil, and it still got the season three drop-off. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, uh, then how do you feel about the season of Mandalorian so far? I'm really enjoying it. I'm enjoying the pacing of it. Um I seen some people complain about, about this episode being a little slow, but I'm like, you kind of need episodes like this in the season. Um, I'm enjoying it. You know, third season, you know, let down. I mean, calm down, be damned. I, I'm really having a good time with it, man. Yeah. My only my only gripe about this episode is the, like the jarring change of pace. Yeah. It goes from, from Mando Bo-Katan to Pershing and uh, the, the military woman, buff military woman, which she will be referred to for the rest of the show. Yep. Um, and then back to Mando and Bo-Katan. Um, that, that, like, like that, the jarring change of pace really fucked me up. It made me feel like I was watching a completely different show. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Um, but we, yeah, we are clearly at the turnout point. Um, and to be fair, right? To be fair, last season ended on Luke Skywalker showing up and saving the day. Right. So, Anything after that is a bit of a cool down. Yeah, it's like, how can we really top that, bro? Like, yeah. you know. The only thing I, I am confused about, though, is what the fuck happens to the IG-11 subplot now? I'm going to be real. It's tossed into the sun, brother. Yo, please, please, bro. <laughs> I will do whatever it takes sun, to get rid of Taika Waititi, bro. Because the whole point of Mando was like, I need a robot I can trust to explore Mandalore. And he did that shit with a random astromech. Yeah, like, exactly. exactly. So... Idea. Yeah, so like I, I'm cool with IG-11 never comes around again, right? We really don't need him. Um, if if we're forgetting a sidekick, I need one of them to have a lightsaber. I'm gonna be completely honest here. Um, we we're getting to the real shit. And apparently, Moff Gideon is coming back and it's getting more negative. Hey, um, John Carlos, sign me up. Yo, tap. Well, let's let's tap in, dog. Yeah. Um, anything we got we want to get into before we get into the soapbox this week? Uh, nah, nah, I think that's it. Alright, take us home, brother. Hey, soapbox is this. We said it at the beginning of the show, I'm gonna say it again. Fuck security guards. Bouncer niggas is included too. We don't need you niggas. You niggas are a detriment to society. You got grown your need usage. <laughs> Fuck all you niggas, man. <laughs> Fuck you and your ACG boots. Yes. jackets. Fuck all of you niggas. I hate you all. No, get get them in their black Tims too. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, your black Tims, your motherfucking Walmart boots, you motherfucking top flight security guard niggas. I hate niggas every got, single one of you. Niggas wearing South Pole puffers. Fuck out of here, nigga. Yeah, bro. Who are you fooling? Who are you fooling? Fuck you. This isn't a real job. Go be a man. Go live some shit. Go you can't get in the club either, nigga. That's why exactly. you standing outside. Exactly. You outside in the cold. Looking at pieces of plastic, letting niggas into a club that you can't even get in. Fuck you, niggas. Niggas is hoes. Uh, 
<laughs> and also, I want to say, yo, appreciate all the birthday love. I know that's incoming. This is like me in the future talking to my future self. I appreciate all the birthday love. I am cable, nigga. Uh, appreciate it. So I'll let you niggas. It's like the end of Austin Powers when he met himself 10 minutes in the future. Exactly. Uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, um, no, nah, man. It's allergy season. And uh, uh, with that being said, act accordingly. Keep yourself safe. It also, but if you have to take a day off work, it's not the worst thing. That's what I'll tell yeah. you. That. I took it's a not, vacation this week. I've been over all week. I'm chill. Yeah, hey, bro, it's not the worst thing. You feel me? Yeah, take that. Right. Take the take the time off work. Uh, do do some self care, including but not limited to WWE 2K23. You know, do do a little bit of self care. Oh yeah, I love that game. The women's uh, storyline, fire. I can't I wait to play it. Yeah, man, it's really good. All right, man. Let's let's pay some bills and let's get out of here. Um. Live from Tiny Towers, of course, the Young Justice Rewatch podcast featuring myself, LJ, and Van coming to you soon with the, with the brother AD. Yes, uh, of course, the lookout. The, they have started the I think the Blood Womb arc of Jujutsu Kaisen. So go tap into Mio's and LJ. And I we I don't think we missed the five year anniversary, but just in case we did, happy five year anniversary to the lookout. Yeah, love to the lookout. Um, go tap into the A show, of course. Tap into the War Report. Tap into the Rewriters Room. Tap into the Black Prince. Special new episode came out yesterday, um, so or on Monday if you listen to this on Thursday. Um, Ugly Radio with Rob, of course. BLT and everything on the Hemisphere and more. Of course, shout out to all of our patrons. Subscribe to us patreon.com backslash the Black Variant RNC. Yes, um, anything we gotta leave with the people? Um, nah, man. We just love you niggas. Appreciate y'all. We'll see you niggas next week. All right, follow us at Black Variant RNC. And of course, remember, sometimes you just shouldn't have been talking shit. It'd be like exactly. that sometimes. It'd be like that sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trump is in jail by this by this point. If, 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 the, if the country is in the throes of a civil war by the time you hear Black Variant issue 147, just know we had a good time. I just want to let everybody know that. We had a good ride. Right. <laughs> we, we had a great time. If our country gets toppled by Donald Trump, bro, we deserve that shit. We'll see y'all later. Peace.